If you look at the makeup of this show, you basically got two millennials, one mm-hmm. boomer in denial. I'm not a boomer. I have a millennial. I was born in the 80s. In denial, denial, like what I said. What is this issue? And one full-blown 100% Gen Zer. That's Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. (laughs) And right now, every company on earth wants to make Gen Z happy. Mm -hmm. That's all they care about, (laughs) including KFC, which is why they just announced they're introducing crop top chicken. (laughs) No. I'm instantly happy. Chicken nuggets with tiny edible fried skin bikinis on. No, he's not serious, Alexis. They're not really putting crop tops on chicken nuggets. I know it's your dream. I I wasn't being serious, but the way that she reacted, maybe KFC should be listening. I feel like she's like thinking of lipstick colors that would match. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my god. Kind of accent. You just dip the nuggets halfway into the honey mustard, so it doesn't cover the full body. Perfect, bro. So that's not real. But KFC did actually just announce they're going to be revamping their chicken nuggets. Uh oh. They're going to make them taste more like their original recipe. Chicken, like yeah, oh, like, right. a, like the they're normal fried chicken, and less like chicken tenders, which yeah. apparently is different. That's KFC's true. head chef talked about their new nuggets, saying it's a direct response to millennials and Gen Zers specifically who refuse to eat chicken off the bone. My husband won't eat it either I off the bone. I'm like, who did bone. I marry? What do you, he's like, I don't like to know where it comes from. Yeah, I'm like, no, yeah they don't like to be reminded what? it used to be a living, breathing oh, animal, yeah, or maybe they sense. just miss the Dino nuggets that I, they used. Oh, to eat yeah. as kids all the time. You miss them if I still eat them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah used to. <laughs> and if the new nuggets are popular, they're going to replace popcorn chicken on the menu altogether. Whoa. That's Isn't the plan. The same thing, though? Popcorn, well, popcorn chicken, chicken is all breading. So good. And I can't imagine how <laughs> angry the boomers are with no bones in their chicken. Maybe they should just come out with the, the bone bucket. Yeah. Just all bones. <laughs> The boomers should be happy because those teeth aren't going to work for many more years. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Back in and, my day, we whittled the harmonicas out of the and we played them. So everything's going to be mushed. Anyway, let's move on and get into your shot collar question of the day. Yeah. Boomer's favorite segment yeah. that we do on this show. But I don't see a bucket in studio today, which means I'm just going to send it over to Digital Jake. Jake, tell us what we're doing. Yesterday, after months of avoiding getting electrocuted, I loved it. I tried to switch things up with a new version of the shot caller question of the day called Guess It or Mess It. Ah, I loved it. Ew, I was sound. thinking about it all day, I how was, fun that was. I was feeling so victorious. Every single one of you got it right, uh-huh. so mm-hmm. I took some volts to my bolts. Yes, <laughs> and I'm not going to make that same mistake twice. Uh-oh. Good. Because we're playing Guess It or Mess It again. Yay! Okay. And I promise you, someone other than myself will be wearing the collar as they mess their pants like I did yesterday. It'd been a while since he worn the shot collar. (laughs) The rules are simple. One of your co-hosts has a phrase on a piece of paper, and you have 30 seconds to guess it based off of one-word hints. Okay. You get it right before the time runs out, and you're safe. And if you get it wrong, well, you know what happens. Today's theme is... Simple two-word sports terms. Oh, no. Oh. Jeff and I look yeah. at each other a little The happy. guys are nodding. The girls are looking terrified. <laughs> Alexis, you'll be giving the first clue to Brooke. Oh, so, no. Brooke, pop your headphones off, and I'll tell the listeners the phrase. Oh, yeah. Okay. You have to plug your ears, Brooke, in. Daddy, daddy, daddy. Brooke's two-word sports term is double dribble. You didn't hear anything, Brooke. No. Alexis, okay. your time starts now. Okay. Basketball. Three-pointer. Bouncing. Dribble. Mm, Double dribble. 
That Alexis did cheat a little bit no. by doing charades. She was oh, like yeah. moving her arms up and down, to. like she was True. like. I thought she was just excited. Yeah, yeah I was, I was very oh, excited. Yeah. Typical Gen Z energy. Yeah. Over there. Brooke is Good safe. Job, okay. Wow, that was kind of surprising. All right, Jose, earmuffs. <laughs> okay. I'll say the phrase Brooke okay. is trying to get you to guess. La, 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 la. Jose's okay. phrase la, 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 is dead ball. Oh. All right, yeah. Jose. That's gonna be hard. Come back in. Okay. okay. All right, Brooke. Okay. Your time starts now. Round. Ball. Uh, not a lot. Or uh. Only one word. Unalive. <laughs> dead. Dead ball. Yeah. Yay! Wow. She said unalive. Unalive. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's technically English. There's a hyphen in it. Sure. Okay. Jose is now safe. I was hoping for an auspicious start, but this is entirely an inauspicious start yeah. for me, and I'm Jake not loving worried. it so far. Uh, okay, Jeffrey. That's so good, bro. They're both safe. Jeffrey, please enter the cone of silence, and I will uh, right. give the, the phrase to, so, to Jose. <laughs> Jeff's sports phrase is no hitter. Okay. All right, Jeffrey. I'm ready. Jose's giving you one word hints. Jose, your time starts now. Baseball. Field of Dreams. Swing. Uh, what? Jeff, come on. Swing. Swing. Field of Dreams again. Oh my uh, uh, wood. Oh. <laughs> uh, okay, we're, I think we're talking about a bat here. Bat, yeah, okay. Uh, uh, don't. Stop believing. Uh, no, uh, Jeff! Anti. Stressing me out. War. No, you I'm stop. in the wrong headspace. Uh, what? Okay, we're okay. I, I, I got a little. I got a little overconfident. Oh my God. Would you like to make one final guess? Uh, yeah. Uh, strikeout. Oh. Oh. Jeffrey, your sports phrase was no hitter. Oh, okay. You don't yeah. get a hit. Yeah. yeah. Anti swing. Yeah, no, I got that. Uh, I, mean, I, was I think it was a little bit too easy what for me. Was that was the thing. Too if it was a little more challenging, I would have gotten it. What was interesting that you said that before bat? Sports are hard. Ow. Let's keep going. All right, uh, Alexis, please plug your ears with your extensions. Oh, please be a term I even know. Okay. Alexis's phrase is low blow. Oh. Mm, okay. All right, Alexis. Okay. Jeffrey, you have 30 seconds. One Ready. word hints for Alexis. Your time starts now. Boxing. Match. Punching. Mm. Well, okay. Crotch. <laughs> oh, punching. Hit. I don't know. I know it. Down. Oh. Okay, this gave me some boxing move. Um, up. No. <laughs> Un under. Uh, oh, what are those hits called? P um... Underhand, Bullets. overhand, uh, uh, punch, boxing, uh, hit out, uh, one more guess, Alexis. Oh, undercut. No. So you the air boxing too? No. Used to hold your pants up. Belt? Alexis. I don't think she knows it, to be honest. Your phrase was low blow. Oh. Oh. I thought it was below the belt. When you get yeah. hit low in boxing, low it's called yeah, when you low get blow. Yep. You plug your ears too? Uh, you yeah. That's weird. I didn't hear him at all. You just spaced out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, how are you guessing? Well, I feel bad that I was <laughs> the source of both of the wrong answers. So it is your fault. it's going to be me and you Alexis getting shocked. And we're going to be getting shocked while singing Circles, a sports song by Post Malone. <laughs>
Seasons change and our love went cold. Okay. <laughs> Feed the flame, cause we can't let it go. Do I? Run away, but we're running in circles. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you got your new backup singer. That was your shot collar question of the day. Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. One of my biggest regrets in life mm. is when I went off to college and I didn't tell my parents please don't throw away my Pokemon card collection that could be worth six figures someday. Oh, you, my god! You've actually brought this up many times. Yep. Yeah, dude. Because, of course, they tossed it out. Yeah. And here I am, still broke. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> yeah. one of our listeners has a secret storage unit. Oh. They think... They're holding something inside worth over a million dollars. Even though someone in this room thought it'd be closer to 20 bucks. Oh, her, oh my God. Her collection does involve some of the most famous athletes on the planet. What? And she's a little ashamed to admit what it is, but she's going to tell us what she's slowly been gathering over oh the last few years when we do a brand oh. new mass speaker coming up at 710. You don't know me. I can't take back. I am the masked speaker. We got a text into 78592 that says, I dumped my ex after he cheated on me. Uh. He, of course, fully denied it, but I broke it off. Wasn't until a month later I realized he only cheated in a dream I had. No, no. Not in real life. Took you a month to realize that? But I never admitted it. I'd rather stay broken up than admit to that. I have heard it's healthy to let the secret truths fester inside Uh until something beautiful blossoms out of it. Is that what (laughs) blossoms typically? I think so. But you know what? If you ever do want to expose them to the open air, you can always come here on the mass speaker and tell us. And one of our listeners is ready to admit to something that she did in her past or her present. I don't know. Hmm. All I know is she's chosen to use the fake name Danielle. So, Danielle, welcome. Well, hello. Oh, hello, Danielle. How are you feeling? I'm nervous. Um, I have to get this off my chest. So Okay. Well, uh-huh. this is a good place to do it. Yep. The yeah. voice changer is activated. You are now the mass speaker, Danielle. Whenever you're ready, tell us your confession. Okay. So I work for an NBA team. Oh, and- cool. Whoa. Oh, my husband already has a crush on you. <laughs> <laughs> he wants to know if you can get him in on a game. <laughs> well, okay. I don't make that much money because my job's not that important. Okay. But okay. I get to go to all the games. I get to sit right in front where everybody else is. At courtside, it's awesome. Oh, shoot. Whoa. Yeah. Even be like a locker room attendant would be cool or like one of the people that wipes the floor down, which I think is what you may do. Who's the person that just smacks their butts before they oh. go out onto the court? Uh, no, those are just other players, Jeffrey. Oh, you sure? You can't. No. That's not like a full-time job or a like full-time butt smacker? Pro butt slapper. I think that you. my husband will join a league with you. Yeah. yeah. Let's you get in on that You start a union or something together. Okay. Yeah. What do you do, Danielle? Well, I do hand out towels. Okay. I'm the oh. towel girl. That sounds like a dream job. It's like being the ball boy for, for MLB uh, or a bad boy. You, you get to see the players. You think rich sweat is st- less stinky? It's than... just cool. You get to interact <laughs> with everyone. Yeah, how is it? It's not bad. I mean, I hand out the towels to the visiting teams. Oh, okay. Okay. So I had this brilliant idea. Tell me what you think. I mean, some people might frown upon it. Okay. But a couple of years ago, I started doing something. If there's a really big, famous player, really good, if he uses a towel to dry off the sweat and gives it to me, I save it. I put it in a plastic bag. No. And I, oh, yo, what? Are wow. you selling it or are you just keeping it for yourself in some oh. weird closet at home? 
Well, I have a storage locker, and I've got hundreds of them in my storage locker. Oh, it must smell so bad. <laughs> it, wait, is this like what you do is like your memento from the game for yourself? Oh, no, 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 no. I have a plan. They're labeled with dates. All stars, future Hall of Famers. Danielle, you know you don't have to whisper when you're talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> it's like someone behind you listening, like the president of the team's like, what are you saying? <laughs> Never know. Uh, well, I'm just okay. going to say that if I'm ever out of a job, I can sell them like on eBay or at an auction. Oh, oh, oh that's yeah. the plan. Is there a market for that? Yeah, well, like Elvis Presley's hair, a lock is going for like 75000 And I'm thinking I could sell my whole thing of towels for like 200000 Oh, wow. Dang. Oh, like lump them all together like a set of sweaty towels? So gross. Yeah. Am I bad? I don't Uh, think you're bad. I don't see like this huge problem. I mean, maybe the players would feel like it's a violation, right? Because they're trusting you with Mm -hmm. something that's kind of personal. I don't even know. Like if someone was selling a sweat towel of mine, I'd be like, go for it. Can I get a cut? I'm sure sure you can agree or at least confirm this, that if your team found out you were doing this, you would be fired. Oh, in a heartbeat. Yeah. I feel like you need to start sneaking pictures of them actually using the towel for like some sort of, you know, authenticity or something. Mm -hmm. Or, no. or after every game, like, hey, guys, I'm going to play a fun game. Sign these towels. Yeah. <laughs> really so they know who's who's. Yeah. And date, please. <laughs> what is the person with, you said you keep them all in a storage locker. What yeah. do they think of you just bringing a whole bunch oh. of sweaty towels in there? Well, they don't know about it. Yeah, you've seen Storage Locker Wars. Oh, There's yeah. much, much worse. You're the normal that. person <laughs> yeah. in the storage Like, unit. oh, it's only sweat. Yeah. Oh, good. <laughs> <Thank> <laughs> Did so, you get sued, do you think, if you sold them after you? I mean, like, obviously I right bet. now you could get fired, but you're not planning to do it until you quit. So could you get sued? I don't know. Like, I know famous people go get their hair cut and they take the hair home with them because they don't want people doing that. So. Oh, they do. Mm. Oh, really? Oh. I mm. thought they were just because they were really conceited and they were making hair dolls out of their own hair. Okay. <laughs> so how Wait, long... that's your level? That's yeah. your yeah. studio? That's too much. Collecting. Okay. Daniel, how long do you plan on doing this before you start selling? I don't know. I've been doing it for two years. So I figure a few more years. Well, it's actually smart. I mean, they're going to get more valuable just like a card would Uh over time. The better the players get. Now, some of them may not be too good. I also feel like the market's hot right now. My husband's really into NBA trading basketball cards. Like, Now's the time Would to he buy some of these. Uh, I know. In five <laughs> years, Brooks, like, why do we have a hundred sweaty towels right now? It'd probably be a better investment than some of the cards. <laughs> <laughs> and think about it. What if somebody unfortunately dies, and oh. then I'm really well, in the money? Oh, that, that that's weird that you just slipped that yeah. in there. That's You're really not hard. also in charge of the Gatorade, are you, Danielle? <laughs> <laughs> she puts what? one of the sweaty towels over their mouth with yeah. chloroform. <laughs> yeah. Just go to sleep, LeBron. Just go to sleep. Wow. We should stop giving her ideas and yeah. just uh, wish her luck. So, yeah. uh, which reminds me, by the way, Jeff, I have a towel I need you to use after this segment. <laughs> oh, okay. Just wipe your forehead. It's not going to be uh, worth anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're right. <laughs> Text in to seven eight five nine two if you have a confession you've been holding on to. We'll hydrate at any mask your voice and make you the next mass speaker. Phone taps coming up next. Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. Little inside peek to the show and how we do these prank phone calls. Mm-hmm. You might be surprised to hear this, but. We actually prepare for them ah, before yeah. we pick up the phone. You know, 
Preparation, not a thing other shows do. No. Yeah. I'm yeah. just going to let you know. We're not smart enough to do it on the fly, though. That's yeah. why well, we have a producer in the room writing mm-hmm. notes, and all the hosts prepare by studying the person that we're going to be pranking. Uh-huh. We might even write down like a little idea for a little script if the conversation oh. happens to go in that direction. Like, for you sure. You can work this in. Yeah, some lines to stick in there for sure. But this time... We had to throw it all out the window because we never expected the reaction we got from the caller. And you can hear how Brooke handles it all on the fly (laughs) in your phone tap right now. It's another phone tap. Weekday mornings on the 20s. Hello? That's what I told him. When life gives you melons, you might be dyslexic. (laughs) Hello? Hello? What? Hello? Oh. Oh, so, hi. Sorry about that. This is Trudy Beauregard from the Department of Transportation. Is this Dennis Hopper? Uh, yeah, this, this is him. Um, how can I help you? Well, I'm just checking here. Uh, you've used interstate f- recently, yes? I use it every day to commute to work. Uh, mm. What's going on? Okay, that makes sense. Uh, well, I don't know if you've heard, but the local legislature implemented new HOV lane sensor technology. Have you heard about that? No. I mean, what, was, what does that mean? Basically, it's a sensor that can detect if there's more than one occupant in any vehicle, you know, to see if anyone's cheating the carpool lane. Oh, okay, great. But what, is, what does this have to do with me? <laughs> Uh, We've been running the pilot program over the last few months, and it's flagged your license plate for, let's see, 112 violations. No, I don't I don't I don't understand what you're talking about. What you're saying, it really doesn't make any sense. I'm just telling you whatever whatever type of uh, machine you guys got going on. There's got to be like a margin error, sir. I don't I'm not here to argue with you. I'm just here to tell you. Well, you're calling me and telling me that I have violations, (laughs) 120, whatever the hell you said. Yeah, again, no, I'm not using the carpool lane illegally. You are. But you owe us nine thousand seven hundred and sixty three dollars. No, 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 no. This is a joke, right? You're, you're, you're messing with me, right? I don't. I, there's no there's no way that you had me down for that many violations. This is just not right. I hear you're upset. And uh, would you like to talk to my attorney? Because there's no way you're going to pull this on me right now. You hear me? The... There's no way that I violated that thing so many times. Are you done now? <laughs> I just need to know if you want to use your credit card. Listen, I'm, I'm trying. To, I'm trying. I'm really trying hard to be yeah. civil with you, miss. You're not trying hard to listen. Whatever your name is. This is not working out here. Trudy Beauregard. I'm going to hang up the phone, and then you're going to have to talk to my attorney. You understand what I'm saying? I'm just here to tell you that I did the calculations, and if you wanted to do the payment plan, it'd be $130 a month for the next 35 years. Are you kidding me, lady? Interest is really low on that, so it wouldn't be I'm writing you a check right now that says you will never cash me. How about that, lady? How about that? I'm never going to catch you. I have pictures and videos of you and your Nissan Sentra. I don't know what... There's no way you could talk your way out of this. You know how common a Nissan Sentra is, lady? Okay, I'm I'm just letting you know that we've already contacted your work about this. And they, you know... What do you think you're doing? What do you think you're trying to accomplish? You're trying to mess up my work life? You're trying to get me fired? No, I'm just trying to make sure you don't end up... You mess with me, you push me to a corner, and you'll see. 
I feel like you'll do okay in jail. You got a lot of anger pent up. But this could be considered a felony due to the number of infractions. What's your name? What's your name? Tell me I, why I you work. I told you eight me, times. We can talk this. Okay. okay. You really think this is funny, lady? You really think this is funny, pushing someone to the edge like that and then talking about their work life? I don't think you that's You don't know how I'm going to react if you push into the wall, lady. I'll find you. I'll slash your tires. You're going to slash my tires, sir. You know what you're doing. You're pushing me to the end, lady. And I'm telling you, stop that. I got to you, Mike never told me that you would get this upset. You know, I take medications, okay? You really no, I think you should take more. You really want to find out what happens if I don't take them? I don't think you heard me. Your childhood friend Mike told me this would be funny. No, no, no. This can't be happening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, take a deep breath. It's all a prank. This is Brooke from the radio show Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. We're doing a phone tap on you. So, wait, wait, wait. So that, uh, wait, wait. I'm sorry. So there, there's no no violations. No, no. Your buddy Mike set you up. He emailed us and said you've been using the carpool lane illegally to get to work quicker, and he thought it'd be funny to mess with you. So there's there, there's no sensor. There's no machine. There's no pictures. There's no nothing. No, nope, no reason to slash my tires. Not one. Um, <clears throat> not one reason. I uh, I do apologize. I just I <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I, I just I, I lost it for a moment, yeah, and, yeah. and my apologies. It's all right. There's a lot going on in this world right now, man. I just got you laughing at the end. Yeah, <laughs> 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 laughing, crying. Yeah. Okay, we're in it together. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Wake up every morning with phone tabs. Weekday mornings on the twenties. Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. One of the most popular closure calls we've done in the last year, you guys might remember, was about a woman who reached out to us because she'd spent the last six years of her life wondering what happened to that great guy that I was dating after he vanished from my life without uh, a trace. Yeah. Uh, every yeah. girl I've ever dated. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I think what happened to that guy? There's a lot of Jose and his yeah. feelings during that call. I remember that. Yeah, this was right. the yeah. one case where it wasn't Jose. It yeah. was a different guy. Oh. So we tracked him down, and we got some answers that yeah. completely shocked everyone. Crazy. And yes. it left us all wondering, Actually, is there a chance here for reconciliation? Well, we're about to find out because we're going to play their original call. And then right after, (gasps) we've got a special closure call update. Are they together? We're going to find out right after this. It's Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. And this segment is just like an Indiana Jones movie. Yeah! I don't know why, but I like it. Okay, so we're going to be boulders rolling after us? <laughs> well, Monkey I'm brains we're eating? Obviously, Dr. Jones. Oh. Afraid oh. of snakes, oh, okay. but not afraid of seeking out the truth. Uh huh. Okay. Meanwhile, Brooks, one of his horny college students, <laughs> just trying to get. What? An easy A. Yeah, well, yeah. He don't, don't, don't look like that's not true. I don't want to be that. I want to be like Laura Croft, Tomb Raider or something. I that's know a it's a totally different, different series, yeah, but yeah, come on, that's bro. a hot outfit, Alexis. Okay. You Stick with the movie, bro. Yeah, yeah. Why don't you leave the metaphors to the expert over here, Dr. Yes, Jones? Your you, metaphors suck. Meanwhile, okay, now, I'm joking now because this is a little bit more of a serious segment that oh, we yeah. do. I was going to say, I want to be the little kid. We help, <laughs> we help <laughs> one of our listeners get some much needed answers about a weird situation from their past and a woman named Roxanne reached out asking for help so Roxanne welcome to the office of Dr. Jones oh (laughs) well thanks for having me are we going to be exploring your tomb Oh my Whoa. God! Oh, okay. 
I just meant like where she keeps her secrets. I apologize for my co-host over there, but you know how the closure call works. First, we want to hear a little bit about you, though. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, well, I'm 31, and okay. I actually listen every day on Spotify. I just, you guys are freaking amazing. Oh, thank you. That's so nice. Go yeah. on. I, I actually never thought I would email you for help, though. So I don't know. It's kind of embarrassing, but I need your help. Okay. okay. And who exactly are we helping you with? His name is Ian, and he is my ex-boyfriend. As soon as you said Ian, I knew it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, just the, just the way she said it. Yeah. You know, a little bit of longing, a little bit of disgust. So Got it. Tell us a little more about you and Ian. So basically, we are exes from a while back, about six years ago, we first Whoa. met. Oh, wow. oh, you first met six okay. years ago. Yeah. Okay. And we were basically, I would say, a month to a month and a half in when I first was like, oh, my God, he could be the one. Ooh. Oh, wow. It's yeah. such a big feeling. Ooh, yeah, it was. It was. Okay. So I went to his house because we were supposed to go out that night. Okay. okay. I ring the buzzer and no one answers. Uh-huh. And I'm like, okay, maybe he like went down to the garage. You know, so uh-huh. I wait a few minutes. I text him. No answer. Huh. And then someone ends up coming out. So I, you know, kind of let myself in. Uh-huh. And I go up to his apartment and I'm not even freaking kidding. His door is wide open. His entire apartment empty. What? Whoa. Whoa. Yeah, like everything gone. Kitchen stuff gone. Pictures off the wall gone. TV gone. Like, Oh, my God. Oh. How, are you, how are you feeling in that moment? Oh, my God. I'm, like, freaked out. I feel like I'm in the twilight zone, basically, because mm. I'm like, wait a minute. I am dating this guy, right? Was he a figment <laughs> of my imagination? <laughs> how crazy am I? <laughs> so oh, freaking no. weird. So did you ever find out what happened with Ian? So... I ended up the next day after work going over there, and basically the manager said that he cut off basically his lease early and just moved out. Whoa. Wow. Yep. So that's he, not what? cheap. Like, that's normally no. very expensive. Wait, what are you thinking? Like, did you ask friends? Because, like, he was at the party where all your friends were at the lake cabin. Oh, yeah. Totally. So I reached out to, basically, we have, like, three or four mutual friends. None of them heard anything from him either, and... All of them texted and called and got no response at all. What about his so job? Did he quit his job, too? Do you know? He works from home for this, like, tech company. Oh, so I actually, you know. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Right. So you're looking around, getting no answers. And then apparently in your email that you sent us, you said one of your friends from the late cabin saw him out one day. <gasps> and you found out that he's working at a store in the same city. What? Exactly. Wait. So wait, this is like six years later, you've just found him? Six years later, my girlfriend texts me a picture and it's like, (gasps) basically she's like in the aisle of the store and it's like, you know, the backs of people's heads and then you see this guy. She goes, isn't this him? And then I'm like, without a doubt, it's Ian. How did you feel when you're looking at that photo? Oh my God. First of all, like furious. Like, did he move out of his apartment and then move two blocks down the road and then, like, just leave our entire social circle? Yeah. Or, though, did he leave? Did something happen? And now he's back, but mother he is back and, like, didn't even reach out to me? Like, that doesn't make any sense. I mean, have you ever thought that, like, Mm. you know, you were only a month and a half into the relationship. Maybe he... 
And you sounded super into it. Maybe he just wasn't. So he moved? I don't know. Yeah. I know other you people who break yeah. up. You're right. My yeah. mom used to move cities to get away from men. I mean, I, I I know it's like sounds nuts, but like sometimes it's just really hard for people. Wow. Yeah. You know, I would think, okay, so when I look back, especially now, so far removed, very clear-headed, I did not see a single red flag because huh. anything that we did together, he was like, Totally invested in just like I was. So that was six years wow. ago, and now yeah. he suddenly popped back up on the radar in your city, and you still don't have any answers, which is why you reached out to us. And you know how this works, Roxanne. We don't like to pry, but, but. our producer, <laughs> yeah. producer Boyd. Oh, he. He's a prior. He's a pusher. Yeah. Yeah. A prior. <laughs> Called Ian more than once. Apparently got hung up on a few times. Oh, my God. At the store? Stop asking dumb questions. Yes. But finally, he asked if we could email Ian a few questions from you, and then we'd leave him alone after that. And Ian agreed. Oh, oh, we we emailed him. And so Ian did send his answers back. Oh. Now, are you still curious to hear, or have you gotten over it in the last six minutes? (laughs) I'm literally sweaty and I'm like all anxious right now. Like I'm kind of freaking out. But yes, of course I want to hear. All right. So we'll hear what your ex-boyfriend from six years ago who suddenly vanished has to say now when we do your closure call next. All right. You're in the middle of a closure call, but we're getting an update on the situation right after you hear part two. I wish we could meme this. You know, like that awkward moment when your boyfriend suddenly disappears from your life and then reappears six years later, so you call a radio show to get answers why. You're going to run out of picture to write the text. It's a little bit too much text in the meme. But is it just like a baby with one eyebrow up? Like, hmm. Contemplating. Yeah, thinking about it. Either that or just a picture of his empty apartment. That that could work too because that's what we're doing today for our closure call with Roxanne. Oh my God. Six years ago, she was seeing a guy named Ian for a little over a month when, without warning, he moved out of his apartment and cut off all communication with Roxanne and everybody in their social circle. So crazy. But now he's popped up again in her area and she's asked us for help. And Roxanne's already worked with our producer to send four questions to her ex to try and figure out what happened all those years ago. Do you think that he could say anything that you would forgive him for this? Honestly, I just... I just don't know. Uh-huh. I just want to hear the answers. Okay. Okay. Well, no matter what, though, we are here for you. If it's good, if it's bad, we're always going to help you have your back. So. Yes. So here we go. The first question that we sent was, I've always wondered what happened six years ago when you suddenly disappeared. Yeah. I haven't been able to let it go. Please tell me something. Oh. So Ian responded to that. Uh, Ian oh said, are you ready, Roxanne? Deep breath, girl. Yeah, I'm ready. He said, At the time, it was too painful to tell you what was going on Uh because I'd fallen for you and was dreaming of our future together. Uh But a few months before we met, I'd broken it off with my ex. She still wanted me back, but my heart was with you. Then around six weeks into our relationship, I got news that completely changed my life. My ex called and told me that she was six months pregnant with my baby. Oh, Oh my God. He says, Why isn't oh that God. something he could have worked out he with said, her? He says, even though it completely broke my heart, I felt like the right thing to do was drop everything and try to make myself available for the sake of my kid. I'm yeah. so sorry. Uh, I probably didn't handle it right, but oh I was scared and didn't know what to do. Oh, man. Oh, I, 
I, I don't even know what to say right now. I just feel like he so didn't even give you a chance. Like, it doesn't feel like he would have had to choose between the two worlds. Like, why couldn't he have been a good father and stayed with you? I mean, it True. is a tough decision when you are yeah. when you have that moment in your life and it's sprung upon you and yeah. you don't know what to do, what's the right answer. Like to her, if he would have just talked to her, maybe he wouldn't have had to make a decision like that. True. You know, Absolutely, like, yeah. yeah. Roxanne, how, how would you have felt if he had came to you with that in that moment? I feel like if he came to me and said, my heart is with you, but I feel like I need to do this to be a good person and a good father. I feel like no matter what he ended up doing, I would have had so much respect for him because he like was honest. Yeah, It seems so weird that he just like up and left. I mean, I believe him. I believe him, but I'm still like my jaw is like on the floor. We found out a lot of information just on question one, but we have a bunch more here. That was crazy. I'm like emotional after the first one. That was intense. So the second one we sent was, why did you feel the need to leave without telling me anything? Oh, yeah. And so he answered, (sighs) I wanted to tell you more than anything, but I was worried I thought it would make the decision harder to choose between you and my child, and I was scared that I might pick you. What? Oh, he really loved you. Oh, my God. You guys, that's like, oh, my God, I'm going to cry right I know. now. It's, it's okay. We're used to women crying on this show uh, a lot, so me. go ahead. Including me. I'm just kind of frustrated with him. Like, he didn't trust you enough to know. Yeah. That's know. not what he's saying. Yeah. He's saying no, he didn't trust like, himself enough. No, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. If he would have went to her, she wouldn't have given him that ultimatum. She wouldn't have said you either get to be the baby daddy or you get to be with me. You could get to be bold. Right. And remember, this all happened just like a month into their relationship. So it's hard to make decisions like this. But let's go to the third question that we sent, which was, so tell me about your life now. Okay. Uh, Do you still want to know about Ian's life now, Roxanne? Yeah, I do. Okay. Are you okay? Yeah. How you doing? Yeah, I'm okay. I just, this is like... Yeah. This is a lot. Yeah. I want to hear. I really want to hear. Well, he says it was hard in the beginning, then it got easier, and now it's back to being difficult. (laughs) The reason why is I found out from a different friend that the baby might not be mine (gasps) biologically. Wait a minute, did she lie just to keep him around? He says, I'm waiting to hear back on DNA tests, but at this point, I'm the father. And it's a commitment I need to see through, even though I may have been tricked into doing it. Oh, my God. I feel really bad for this guy. This is so crazy. But here's the thing. I mean, it doesn't sound like he's with the mom. Right? It doesn't sound like that to me. It just sounds like he's the father of the child. I mean, there could be an opening. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm being nuts. But there still could be an opening Mm -hmm. for you guys. Because obviously, this was a huge... Thing. Huge thing yeah. that you maybe could have worked through, and maybe that, still could work through. And that leads us to the next question, question four, which was, do you still have any feelings for Roxanne? Oh do you think God. about her? Can we play another song? I don't know if I'm ready for <laughs> yeah. this emotionally. Sit down, Jose. Sit this down. Like <laughs> tearing me up. Roxanne, right, Roxanne how are, you? are you ready? I don't know anymore. I don't know anything, you guys. Roxanne, this is going to be good. This is the closure oh. that you need. Yeah. You know, no and he's what. still a good person. Yeah. So remember, we said, do you still have any feelings for Roxanne? He said, Roxanne, Roxanne. Oh. All she want, want to do, do is party. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh. It's just, this is a little bit tense for me. Sorry, so, but yeah. here's what he wrote. Really deflecting with humor, Roxanne. Yeah, that's what we do. But, oh, no. And dance. Ian wrote <laughs> yeah, back. We did dance right that there. Was we really bad. Really no, he said, oh I'll always have love for Roxanne. I do think about her sometimes and what could have happened between us if things played out differently. Yeah. 
Other than my kid being born, those two months with her were still the most special times of my life, and I'll never forget that. Girl, you got to go hunt him down at this store and make out with him. Okay, don't use the word hunt. Don't hunt him. Just just go talk to him. Go find him. (laughs) (laughs) No hunting allowed, but. Roxanne, you did get some answers there, and I'm, you know, obviously the child thing has to be a huge shocker to you, but yeah. closure to me, it sounds like the door's still a little bit open. Mm-hmm. Oh God, my mind is just reeling. Yes, there's okay. closure because at least now I know why, mm-hmm. but I don't, I don't feel like his reasoning makes me feel any better. And now to find out he was potentially scammed into leaving mm-hmm. makes me feel like, are you? Oops, sorry. That's okay. okay. That's okay. It's a lot of big, strong feelings. Yeah. You know what you do have closure on is at least you know you were on the same page for those two months. You were both experiencing crazy love emotions. He Mm. felt the same way. At least it wasn't like lopsided. And and you don't know if you guys still have it or not until you go hunt him down. Don't don't hunt anyone. Backing up on the hunting down. Find him. We're running short on time here, Roxanne. Oh my gosh. You have to promise us that you're going to stay in touch and keep us updated on what happened. The listeners are texting and they are crying too. I definitely will. I mean, I still listen to you. I will continue to listen to you every day. This is so freaking weird though. Oh my God. That was your closure call. Wow. It's Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. We did that closure call with Roxanne a few months back, and today we're getting an update. Oh, my God. I have never been more excited for an update on this show or nervous. I'm nervous, Jeff. So if you just heard it for the first time today, you're in luck. And if you've been waiting, we finally have some answers here because she's back on the phone. Roxanne, how are you doing? I'm super nervous. I'm not going to lie. Like, yeah. I've been thinking about it since we first talked, like, a lot. Yeah. Wait. Probably because Roxanne knows that we have the update for her Wait, and for all of our her. listeners because we've been the ones who've been in touch with her long-lost ex-boyfriend, oh. Ian. Wait, you haven't talked to Ian. We've been talking. Okay, this isn't where I thought this no, was going to no, no, go. No. The big question that came out of the call was that he said he had doubts whether or not he was the father of the kid with his other lady. Oh, my God. And this is our Maury Povich moment. He was awaiting awaiting those results, and we asked him. We sent him an email recently about that, and Ian responded. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. All right, Roxanne, take a deep breath. So Ian wrote back, and he says, turns out I am the biological father of my child. Oh, my God. You know, sticking around and having closure on that. He says, the news made me unbelievably happy, but at the same time, I know this means I need to close the chapter with Roxanne permanently so I can focus on raising my family. Please tell her I wish her nothing but the best. The door um, on you. That sucks. I mean, but at least it's for a good reason. He's a good guy. Roxanne, how do you feel? Yeah, I don't know. I was, this just goes to show us all, like, my feelings about him were true, and he yeah, is a stand-up guy. For sure. So I'm, I'm happy deep down, of course, that he's, like, Ugh. you know, stepping up to his responsibility. But I, I honestly, like, had my hopes set on, like, the other thing where it, like, wasn't his kid, and maybe he could 
Yeah, but, okay. still, yeah. You know. but good for the kid. The kid's got a great dad. That's awesome. Yeah, you know? that's very true. Bro. So, Roxanne, how are we going to break this family up? So that <laughs> no, no, I don't want to be a homewreck. <laughs> now you go find yourself a cute baby daddy. You got this. Yes, and claim oh, yeah. that you have a six-year-old child with him. Yeah. So, you know, maybe not the news that we were hoping for, but it is good to get some closure. And if you need to get yeah. some closure in your life, you can always email the show or contact us on our social at Brooke and Jeffrey for a future closure call. Yeah. It's Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. You know that feeling when you reach in your jacket pocket and find a $10 bill in there? Ten. Oh, man. Dude, I'm well, stoked about a buck. That's exciting. Yeah, what can you bucks. buy with a buck? I'm just still excited about oh, it. <laughs> Brooke's like, I'm going to buy another dollar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or when you adjust the seat of your car and you find a half-eaten burrito under there from four yeah. weeks ago. That's where it went. like, oh, awesome. Lunch. Bro. I thought that smell in my car was me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, one guy in France just had the ultimate version of that happen. Because he bought an old house and decided he wanted to remodel the kitchen. Okay. Oh. And after just one swing. 40-year-old of- burrito. <laughs> Not that. After just one swing of his sledgehammer, he uncovered something that had been hidden there for who knows how long. And it completely changed his life for the better. Oh, my God. You're going to hear what it was coming up at 810. Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. With the world going crazy right now, inflation out of control, everybody could use a little extra money. Yeah, um, yeah, that's are true. You, are we giving out money? Yeah, what do you got? Where, well, no, that's that's not what I'm saying. Oh, <laughs> you made it sound This isn't like, like a big promotion. Oh. I think you should have rewrote that first sentence Oops. you said then. We uh, all Cancel, yeah. delete, delete. Yeah. <laughs> it's Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. Okay. I'm just saying, what if it was already sitting there right in your house, ripe for the plucking? Wait, money? Money's in yeah. my house already? I'm not talking about taking out all your copper plumbing and reselling it on Craigslist. <laughs> I'm the talking about. That's a good idea, though. It oh, is. God, but I am talking about amazing treasures found hiding inside people's attics they <gasps> never knew that were there oh, that are actually oh, worth a fortune. I love these stories. I love these stories, too. They're so fun. I bring it up because recently a list came out of the craziest, unexpected items people discovered inside their houses that they either didn't know or forgot was in there. These and it got great. them a huge payday. Wow. I wish I had a Van Gogh or something up there. Yeah, you know, exactly. give me a Monet in my attic, okay? Like, <laughs> let's start with this one out of Normandy, France. Oh, it's going to be good. Yeah. I mean, got to live somewhere like that to get something good. <laughs> well, this just happened a few months ago, too. A Frenchman inherited a property when his relative passed away. Okay. And he moved into the house, decided to knock down a wall to make the kitchen bigger. Oh, well. Okay. All right. Uh, Clearly, he already has money, <laughs> yes, but he's going to exactly. keep going. But after his first hit with a sledgehammer, he discovered a solid gold bar popped out from the hole. What? What? Oh, Grandma's just putting solid gold bars behind the drywall? The first hit, First dude? hit. So he Shut reached up. his hand uh. in, and he pulled out another gold bar. No, get out of here. And another and another. Wow. Dude, if that happened in my hometown, it'd just be bricks of meth that yeah. they would be yeah. pulling out. Which arguably could be worth even more money. Oh, true. True. Come on. Ultimately, they removed 220 no. pounds of Ooh, gold bars. And the Frenchman's hidden treasure was valued at over $4 million. Oh, my. 
my god. Where's that episode of Fixer Upper? Yeah. Where Chip knocks a wall down and a bunch of diamonds explode out. Yeah, why is it always got to be ship left behind that stuff? <laughs> yeah. Also, in 2015, there was a homeowner who found an oil painting of a solemn-looking man sitting up in his loft. Okay. Apparently, it had been stored up there for a decade and was initially valued by an auctioneer at just 350 bucks. Okay. The yeah. bad that I'd yeah. be like, oh my god, 350 bucks is yeah. a treasure! Sell yeah. it! Well, Seriously! They told him it's going to cost you at least $100 just to list it, so are you uh, sure you want to do that? And sometimes more to refurbish them, too. Yeah, totally. So he was like, ah, yeah, fine, just go ahead, sell it. Oh. But during the auction, someone in the audience noticed that it was actually a 16th century Renaissance piece from an artist called El Greco. Oh. Get out of here. And suddenly what? the whole room was buzzing. See, this no. is why I should have paid attention to my heart history class. $157,000 <laughs> later, the no! painting was sold. I got from my grandmother these like sketches on foil. Okay. Like and they're sketch? signed by one of the Barrymores, like the Barrymore family, like right? The, Drew oh. Barrymore's Drew family, oh. who are a huge Hollywood family. And yeah. my grandmother was like obsessed with Hollywood. So I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to be. Filthy. Yeah. Was the tinfoil wrapped around no. one of those meth bricks? I looked like you him found? up, and there's like apparently Drew Barrymore's grandfather was pumping these things out oh, like nobody's business. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they were worth I think sixty dollars. Oh. You know, they're like you got to pay us to give it yeah, away. Exactly. <laughs> Not even the Barrymores want him back. Oh. You know. Oh. If you're just joining us, we're talking about the craziest <laughs> hidden treasures people found inside their homes that turned out to be worth a small fortune. Wow. In 2012, a man named. Michael Rohrer had his great aunt pass away, mm. so he was the one tasked out with cleaning out her Virginia house. Oh, uh, guessing he's not happy about that. Yeah, I mean, that's a big task, <laughs> yeah. deciding what to keep and what to throw out oh, from an entire gosh. home. Oh, yeah. my goodness. Very last item in the back of the attic was an old comic book collection. Dude, comic books are valuable, Come and especially on. with the resurgence of Marvel and DC. Absolutely. Right now. Absolutely. But he didn't think anything of it because they just didn't seem that special. Oh, yeah. They seemed very dusty. They weren't like preserved specially. They were just yeah. hidden away. So he thought maybe I should throw these in the dumpster. Oh, no. I don't know. Maybe I should take them home. Mm-hmm. Luckily, took them home. Okay. Started looking them up online yeah. and realized he was holding an original Batman comic <gasps> from 1940. Whoa. Oh, see, an original. That's Which... when he wet himself and ruined the whole comic. Oh. Yep. <laughs> Once he changed out of those dirty drawers, yes. yeah. he found out it sold a month later for a staggering three and a half million dollars. <gasps> Million? Oh. Are you kidding me? One comic. Bruce oh, Wayne bought it himself. Yeah. <laughs> and there was a couple over in Scotland who bought a plant in a vase at a garage sale. A plant? They, Wait, I've never heard of a valuable plant. They really love this plant. Okay. okay. So they brought it home. When the plant died, they just put the vase up in their loft and forgot about it. Okay. Ten years later, the Antiques Roadshow TV show came by. Oh, I love that show. Whoa. And that's when watch. they found the ugly vase that was highly desirable, <gasps> turns out. Why? It was made by a world-famous Art Nouveau icon and was worth over $60,000. Oh, oh, my vase. God. And they just liked the plant in it. <laughs> But it was on Antiques Roadshow, so even that announcement was still boring. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And finally, in 2013, a Norwegian family had inherited a piece of artwork that was a fake. 
They didn't find out that this was a fake. They already knew because it was laid out in the will as a copy of a famous Uh. Vincent Van Gogh piece called Sunflowers. Okay, well, that's good. At least they're not like... Dude, Sunflowers is like... I mean, he did so many Sunflowers, but yeah. yeah. But even good fakes can still be appraised for a nice chunk of change. Sure. Like, probably about five grand if it's a good fake. (laughs) They decided, let's still appraise it and see what we can get for it. And ended up getting the shock of their lives when what? the appraiser came back and told them, this is not a fake. What? It's a legit what? Van Gogh. What? Shut up. And experts all over the country were no. allowed to come look at it. They all agreed, true Van Gogh. Whoa. Oh, my That's goodness. So cool. Oh, my God. Which, How much? It's a priceless painting. It was estimated that it would fetch over $100 million if it oh, went to auction. Oh, my goodness. But... There is no record that the family has ever put it up for sale. Wow. They're just going to keep it? Oh, I bet they like... put it down and, like, lost it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> After all that? <laughs> it's, like, in the back of the cupboard oh. somewhere. No. Oh, my god. They're just rich already. Yeah. So like, let's have a Van Gogh in the bathroom. Oh, yeah. Only only a hundred million? <laughs> yeah, What's the point? Yeah, we'll use it as a blanket. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, go check out your attics and your lofts oh, and your basements. Might be like a couple million dollars. No, anyway. no, no. no. Yeah. Send them to us. We'll appraise them for I'm you. Oh, yeah. You can trust us. <laughs> Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. Win! Brooks! It's a new day and a new Alex calling in oh. to play you for Winbrook's Bucks. We had an Alex on yesterday. This is Alex 2.0. This is the new and improved Alex from Olympia this time. Okay. Okay. What's up, Alex? Up. I thought he just forgot to hunt. Hey, how's it going? Yeah. <laughs> Alex works at a farmer's market selling cherries. Oh, cool. That's awesome. Brooke, where do you rank cherries in terms of summer fruits? Above Ooh. or below nectarines? Oh, above, for above. sure. But oh. below peaches. Your I... scale is upside down. How? Wow. Also, can we all agree that the rainier cherries are the best cherries? Yes, the I can. I do like ones. a bing. You really? I the do. red ones, the I plain ones? Oh. Alex says the rainier cherries are the best. Are those the best cherries that you sell, Alex? Oh, by far, especially yes. when they're organic. Yeah. How yeah. far, yeah. Alex, How far like you. can you spit a cherry pit? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Brooke's like, that's not a normal thing. Yeah, I don't think what? that's a normal talent that people brag about. That's how I'd spend my time at the farmer's market, seeing if I could No, do... that's like on a farm, bro. Yeah. Brooke's <laughs> okay. like, that was an Olympic event in Idaho. Brooke wow. running her stand out of business, eating oh. all the cherries. <laughs> We're going to fruit shame Brooke right out of studio while that happens. Alex, you know the game's played. you got 30 seconds to answer as many questions as possible. If you don't know when you can say pass, but you have to beat Brooke outright to win. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. Good luck, my man. Here we go. Your time starts now. Today is National Junk Food Day. What's America's most popular snack food? Is it cookies, potato chips, or crackers? Potato chips. How many minutes are in a quarter hour? Fifteen. What European city is the only place in the world to host the Olympic Games three times? Berlin. A large formation of military ships is known as a what? Armada. You are least likely to see a rainbow during what season? Winter. All right. Solid work there, Alex. Got a bunch in. Brooke's going to come back in studio. And I see on my phone screener here, you have a summer plan to go to Pokemon Go Fest in Seattle. Yeah. Jose is going to be there. Yeah, I'm going too. Yeah, you getting that shiny shaman? I don't know what you just said. Okay. But let me interview you. Oh, shiny Pokemon. Shiny Pokemon. Oh, Oh, shiny Pokemon. Okay. Yeah, I just want to interview people and ask them what they're doing. Do you still play Pokemon Go, Alex? Oh, from the second it came out, I have not stopped playing. You haven't stopped. How many have you caught? 
Oh, like 10,000? Whoa! Oh on Pokemon Go. God, dude, I really do want to interview. If you see me and Alexis out and about, talk to us because we don't know anything about it. That would be awesome, yeah. All right, Brooke, you're up. You ready? Yep. Your time starts now. Today is National Junk Food Day. Mm. What's America's most popular snack food? Is it cookies, potato chips, or crackers? Mm, potato chips. How many minutes are in a quarter hour? Uh, 15. What European city is the only place in the world to host the Olympic Games three times? Paris. A large formation of military ships is known as a what? Oh, um, gosh, I know the word. I can't think of it. Fleet. You are least likely to see a rainbow during what season? Uh, winter. All right, we got the answers in. Let's go to the scoreboard and see how y'all did with Jose. I can fit like 16 Ooh. in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff! Melania. What was that clip from? I don't want to know. I'm just going to guess. Alex, you got three correct today. Ooh, I didn't feel very confident, right. Alex. I can say there was controversy around one of your answers, but we gave it to you. Okay. okay. I think you know which one. Yeah. And Brooke, yep. you... Also got three. Oh, I'll take it today. Ty does go to the house on these, Alex, so sorry about that. Here's uh, the answers for everybody. National Junk Food Day is today. America's most popular snack food is cookies. Ooh. Oh, really? I was going to say okay. all three. Cookie, potato chip, cracker, all them out. <laughs> potato chips are a close second. Mm. There are 15 minutes in a quarter hour. The only European city, which is the only place in the world to host the Olympic Games three times, is London. Oh, 1908, 1948, it, yeah. and 2012. Large formation of military ships is known as a fleet. Now, we did give that to you, Alex. Oh, I got it right. He said oh. Armada. I was thinking Armada, too, and I couldn't think of Armada. But Armada means fleet in Spanish. Yeah, okay. it's a Spanish fleet of yeah. okay. military so ships. So we gave it to you. You're least likely to see cool. a rainbow during the winter season. That's when the least amount of sun is out. So yeah, makes need, sense. You need that so for logical. a rainbow. It's just so dark. Now, Alex can't give you any money here, but just for playing, you do win a four-pack of tickets to the Pacific Science Center, which is open for in-person visits. Tons of fun stuff to do there, including the six-story IMAX screen, planetarium, mm-hmm. and laser dome. Yeah. So much fun at Pacific Science Center. I'm really excited. Yeah, yeah. you should no, be. Seriously. It's really cool. I love it. Go see the dinosaurs, too. They got a cool dinosaur thing happening. Oh, fun. my son's going to love it. Yeah, Yay. yeah, he will. All right, Alex. Thank you so much for playing. We'll be back to do Winbrook's Bucks same time tomorrow. Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning.